0: Wafu FM it's time!
1: Gentlemen, welcome to the Chris Chris show. I'm Chris with a C. I'm Chris with a K. And this week we end uh, 1981 month with uh, Terry Gillian's Time Boondits. Time Ass Bandits. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a whole different movie. Surely there's a porn parody with midgets somewhere. (laughs) It's gotta be. And it's probably better than this shit. (laughs) It's gonna
0: say that now. It's gonna say it now. Dreary fucking shit. (laughs) You fucking picked it in.
1: it's kind of good.
0: What did I say? My my youthful brain remembers
1: this film very differently. Sometimes it's best not to revisit the past. Just leave it there. Uh, what was the t- What was the TV show you said you bought and like you were well looking forward to? It. Was it Thundercats? It was Thundercats, and yeah. you were like, "This is shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like three
0: episodes in, and it was all like gosh golly, there's Snake Man with his Snake Mobile, and he has snake, f- snacks that are available in all mer- major stores and stuff. It was just like, fucking you know, and I was really smacking his in the face with yeah. like, like merchandise. No, 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 all those shows were like, oh, yeah. that's what they were basically. Yeah. They were just vessels for selling the toys. But it, it's like, it really is with Thundercats and also like, the animations like, piss poor, basically. Like you don't notice
1: when you're like five in the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And just sit there with your five, like, mm, I'm not sure about the animations, you maybe change apartments. <laughs> well, I uh, went no <laughs> did that, so. Well, you know, he was watching the <laughs> Falklands when he was in his nappy man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, a few bits of news, I guess we'll go over a couple of things we've been watching if I can remember. I forgot to note them down now. I can't start up my browser on my computer, or you'll just hear a jet engine for the rest of the show. <laughs> Fucking fan on my computer. I need a new computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or some RAM or something. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of duff things, uh, I noticed uh, about a week ago, and I forgot to mention last week, Tekken is being rebooted again. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) They're going to do another Tekken movie. Fresh start. It's going to be brilliant.
0: It's weird, isn't it, Tekken? Because it's like the games are kind of experiencing a lull at the moment. Yeah. As well. You know, they're all right. They come out. They have a bit of fanfare. People get them and go,
1: eh, it's mm. not as good as Tekken 2 or Tekken 3 it's, you know, it's been going uh, for like how long now when did the first one come out like 94 or something
0: yeah like 20 yeah. years man Let's face it, it's similar to, like, the Final Fantasy franchise. Since, like, Tekken 3, it's been on, like, a downward spiral that series. Yeah. same with Final Fantasy. Since, like, 7, 8, arguably 9. That'd uh, probably piss off some Final Fantasy fans of the year are saying that. But, <laughs> um, it's, like, downward spiral and, like, just, just fucking let it go, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's weird that they're making, like, Tekken games. It would make more sense to keep plugging that Dead or Alive, which I think has enjoyed
1: more, sort of, you know... Uh, more hype recently and stuff. I'm really surprised I haven't just done what like, Mortal Kombat did and just re- mm. like, rebooted the Tekken video game series from scratch again.
0: Yeah, yeah, just right from the start. Because, yeah, the, each one comes out, you're just like... There's just something about them. They're enjoyable, and I, I play them for a bit, but I don't have the urge to continue playing these mm. games. It's weird. Like, I used to always with Tekken, but not it's anymore. I sort of
1: feel like I've played it before. Like It's not that... Just see yeah. shit every year, it's everything.
0: Yeah, basically. You just, like, you enjoy it, and you're like, oh, that's cool, and yeah. the graphics are nice, but
1: after, like, a couple of matches, you're like, see, <laughs> so. so, yeah, you're looking forward to I'm guessing, I don't, I can't remember what the, story, what the story actually said, but I'm guessing it's something like, you know, the company's still got the rights, and the rights don't run out for another three years, so they're like, oh, let's just do it again, make Tekken again, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Revisit it. Probably totally miscast it, and yeah. get, like,
0: Fucking God knows who to play like uh Kazira and stuff and yeah. get like Casper Van Dien to play like Haley, Haley Joel Osmond as hi hatchy
1: So you're just like yeah. <laughs> uh but update about the Friday the thirteenth sequel, about I, I think it was a couple of months ago now there's that story going on that there was time with making it a found footage
0: movie.
1: Mm. Uh, Brad Fuller, I think the producer's come out and said concrete it's not found footage. They basically saw the backlash and were like Get that off the table. Yeah, I always love that. Yeah,
0: they're totally like so. Uh, we're tying with the idea that Jason's like uh, he's actually a phantom who invades people's go like dreams and that, and then like the, the crowd, go- the, all the, the fans go mental and they're like, <laughs> No, we're not doing that. Really. No, it was just like, that was just an idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's always stuff like that. they yeah. like, Put it out there. I guess it's probably the best way to do it, isn't it? Mm. Put it out there, and if the fans are like, oh, "Well, okay, we'll
1: we'll embrace it and see where this goes," then they might actually go with it. Uh, but I'm still not sure if this is like because they were talking because like, the the remake did well but like it kind of dropped off after the first week it didn't do as well as expected mm. so I think the rumor going on was like oh yeah they're kind of just going to start again with it like reboot it but the the title it's going around for it is Friday the Thirteenth Two and it's got a release date so I don't know if it it should be a seal because the remake's not bad actually isn't it I was totally I was like indifferent when I first saw it. it's one of those films where I came up and was like I wasn't I was neither like angry with it or I didn't really enjoy it. I was just, it was just, that was it. It was just, like you've said about Kill Bill, that's enough. You're like, hmm, that's
0: enough. That's enough.
1: But like, as I've watched it a couple of times over the years, I actually really like it. It's not bad. It's got its annoying parts, but it does, it does what it says in the tin. It's Jason going around killing people. They didn't Mm. try and do anything fancy with it or anything, so... I suppose
0: like yeah you kind of really you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't with that exactly. not yeah. you really? Mm. You know yeah, they try and like give it some sort of intelligence mm. and people are like mm, shh, fucking Jason you, you don't need a story and stuff but if you just like say right let's just have him killing people yeah. like, and people are like mm, they didn't try and make it intelligent <laughs> yeah. just one of them you, you're, you're really
1: stuck they kind of did some things you know that, that made it their own like the, it's like a sort of fucking modern horror cliche now of like everyone having like an underground fucking lair but like Jason has like a- underground lair through the tunnels under the campground and stuff Mm. and he's got like he's like he's not he's not necessarily just a mad killer machine anymore like he, he knows how to hunt and stuff Right. They kill someone with a bow and arrow. So it's, they've changed little things about it, but mm, yeah. it did its own thing. It's not bad. You could even really, even though there's like, because it's pretty much story points from the first four crammed into one film. It's not right. like, obviously it's not a remake of the first one, but you could almost say it. A bit like the Chainsaw Massacre remake, you can watch that and go, it's just another sequel. Yeah, sort of like, just years later, he's come back. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Thing, and yeah. just, just didn't bother explain it, but like Jason goes yeah. to hell. they're <laughs> yeah. like, how do He'd, like, morphed into a, his child self at the end of the eighth one. Why is he, like, jason again? Oh, <laughs> it just it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <fuck> it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then, um, I, I was saying before, um, well, on Facebook, um, picked up the UK Operation Condor Blu-ray. Mm. I forgot to tell you this on Facebook. Um, afterwards, I checked out the website. I was like, have they released any more? Are they going to release any more? And... Amazingly, uh, this little statement on the news section says, Medium Rare Entertainment is delighted to announce the acquisition of some of Hong Kong's finest martial arts films to be released through 2015. Plans are still to be ironed out, but most of the titles will be restored in high definition from the original masters and will be available in Blu-ray and limited edition steelbook. And, um, oh. <laughs> these movies will never have looked so good. Some highlights from the newly acquired titles are Fist of Fury, Game of Death, Where the Dragon, The Big Boss, When Taekwondo Strikes, Armor of God and The Infamous, Story of Ricky. Well, wow. so there you go. Already, right, classic. There's a film that needs remastering. Yeah, can I mean, run fucking steal a book and out check that Yeah, because
0: yeah, I mean the DVD is cool, but it, it's it looked rough the last time I watched it. I, I thought oh, I do that. To be honest, I think
1: it always will. I think it had a budget like ten pence. So. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, though. Yeah, uh, some Hong yeah. Kong films there's not much you can do with them, really. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. That yeah. And we'll just say last last week. Yeah, like, there needs to be a company release more Hong Kong movies. There you go. You got like majority of the Bruce, Bruce Lee movies um, where classic Kung Fu went Taekwondo Strike and story Ricky in Armored God. Yeah. So. There you go. What's, what is your uh, uh, Operation Condor lately? It's okay. I mean, I read beforehand that people were saying like the quality's fine. It's better than the DVD, obviously. <laughs> um, but it kind of, it looks nice, but it, it's probably just an upscale. I don't think it's full HD. Yeah. Nah, I dues. It looks clean enough and like there's the, class, there's, it's the, the, the Hong Kong cut, so it's not the crappy American re-edit. Mm. And you've got, like, the classic old dub from the old VHS version and, like, a sort of remastered Cantonese dub, which, like, has new sound effects and, like, a, it sounds a lot better, but it's got, like, new sound effects on the guns and the pun- uh, fighting sound effects and stuff. Yeah, but still, who'd want to watch that when you've got the original dub of it, let's face exactly. it. So.
0: Exactly, yeah. Yeah, uh, ugly.
1: Gondom. <laughs> 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 yeah. Good fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, and our favourite, of course, but I believe it, boys. You shoots like a maniac. <laughs> Ah, oh, classic. It's good stuff. So, yeah, that's about all the uh, news, guys. You didn't have any news, did you? It's a dry week, pretty much.
0: Pretty much, yeah. I mean, we'll keep talking about this shit, but
1: uh, did you see Batman's going to be in uh, Suicide Squad? Yeah, there was a couple weeks ago that, like, saw Ben Affleck on set in a suit, like, probably as Bruce Wayne, but, yeah, now, like, Batmobile's going to be in it and stuff. Mm, and, like, uh, there's, like, pictures of, like... Him on top of a car and stuff.
0: Oh, is that, I'm 17 there, isn't it? Yeah, there's like Joker and like a Lamborghini or some shit, and like Batman's like clinging on to it for dear for life and stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: I wonder if that'll, that'll like be at the start of the movie. Yeah, like some sort of extended cameo or something. Like he puts him in Arkham, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Probably a scene of him chasing Joker, that'll probably be how the movie starts. Probably something like that, won't it, yeah. Because the film itself is all about the bad guys. I doubt it's going to have Batman running around the whole movie.
0: It is, yeah. Mm. People were saying, like, it's always such a shame when people put such great ideas forward that, like, they could have had, like, the Suicide Squad film as, like, almost like Batman's the villain in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, Batman from, like, their perspective. Like, Batman's always trying to catch them through the film and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it won't do
1: that. No, <laughs> so. I mean, So, no. uh, what have you been watching then? You've been watching out since last week?
0: Um, yeah, I was trying to think. I don't
1: think I've been watching Fuck
0: All. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, uh Just again, more TV, really. Uh, just more um, thing in my jig. Uh I've forgotten the Supernatural. name. Supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah. yeah to, you read Fangirl over that now, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm up to like Series 6 now, so. Hell you're burning through them, aren't you? Mm, too right, yeah. Oh. Eleven, eleven altogether so far, or something. It's still going, isn't it? Or is this one the last one that's on at
1: the minute? No, the the well, I think the suggestion of another one after this. So okay. crazy, crazy shit. That's another <laughs> reason you should watch Friday Thirteenth remake. The guy from Supernaturals, the, one of the main characters, isn't it? The Jared oh, really? Padalecki guy. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's pretty much. <laughs> yeah. He's like the sort of cool guy on the bike type character. <laughs> no way. <Yeah. laughs>
0: that's pretty crazy yeah no it's really good actually I enjoy it I enjoy that it's a series that like isn't afraid to laugh at itself and stuff Mm, yeah Uh, and there's been quite a a few like really cool like breaking the fourth wall episodes and stuff yeah there's an episode recently we just watched where they're being like pursued by like a bad guy uh, and another good guy who's like got like mystical powers he like helps them out by transporting them into like an alternate universe where Mm. like Supernatural is just a a TV show that's being filmed (laughs) It's but, right. like, yeah, it's like, I don't know, like, basically, when they smash through a window, and the, like, well, the jump through a window to get away from the bad guy, but on the other side of the window, it's just like a movie set on the land. Nice. And people are like, ah, oh, it's really great stunt and stuff, and that. And, but the, the character names are actually like the real life names, like Jared Padalecki and, uh, <laughs> And it, I don't know, it just kind of, it just has a skit on them, like, I think, like, the Dean character's, like, Jared Padalecki, like, what, you Polish now and stuff? <laughs> and they just, like, take, there's, like, a whole run joke to the episode that they, like, kind of hate each other, the two actors and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they, like, find out it's filmed in Toronto, I think, in Canada, which it actually is. Mm. And they're all like, ugh, we're not even in America and stuff. <laughs> it's just a really, quite a funny concept, really, that just takes the piss out of the show and, like, some of the, like, in-jokes and stuff. Yeah, it sounds like a sort of, it sounds like sort of Buffy-esque, I suppose. Yeah, there's, like, a total cool character in, in the series who, he's always dead gruff and stuff, mm. but, like, in real life he's called, I think he's called Misha Collins, or something. Mm. Um and at first when they meet the character, he's, like, fully dressed in costume and that and they like think he is the, the actual person. So they approach him and start talking to him. And then he's like, he just snaps out of character and he starts being dead camp and stuff. And they're all like, what the hell? And then I think someone says, like, oh, Misha. And he's like, Misha? You called Misha in real life? And stuff. That's <laughs> yeah, really funny. But apparently, like, he's all like, ah, oh, guys, you got his doing your in character thing and stuff. And he goes, I'm going to totally tweet about this. And then he, like, starts tweeting and he's all like, Uh, it's just like the gang really got me today Um, but apparently when they were filming it he like really tweeted it out (laughs) uh, it's just loads of like really cool like I said like it's quite like fan service type
1: jokes Mm. in the series sounds very uh, what's the word these days meta
0: meta oh yes
1: (laughs) very meta involving the fans and whatnot. yeah um, but,
0: yeah, like I said, I'll have to, I'll get the first season over to you. I mean, you'll probably, like, hate it and be all like, fuck us!
1: <laughs> Promise
0: <laughs> <but>. <laughs> totally disappointing in that. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, look, it's it's not, like, fucking, the, like, it's, it's, I'll probably put it under Buffy in terms of quality and stuff. Mm, yeah. But uh, there's certainly, there's been some, like, really good episodes. Like, I would say, like, Grammy sort of worthy episodes, like, mm. definitely.
1: Yeah, Emmy, Emmy, Emmy. Grammys, movies, and whatever. That's music. Music, yeah. Fucking whatever, same thing. Some American Um, watch, right? I think Jamie really likes it as well, and usually me and Jamie have the same taste in TV shows. mm. Except for Jamie when he went through his fucking charmed phase. Yeah, that's a bit strange. Mm. (laughs) I wouldn't go that far, like, yeah. I'm like, are you watching this just because you find them all hot? And he's like, (laughs) aye. Well, I suppose there's that, like. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, he's all like, yeah, totally. That's the reason I watch it. Not for the gripping stories.
0: Yeah, like, Chomd is like, I don't know. It's for like weird fan, like dweebs. It's for like <laughs> people at people at school who were like kind of like the proper ugly dweebs who were kind of shit at, at maths and stuff as well. Not even like the good dweebs who were good at maths and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> something. Something. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> Yeah, basically people that weren't cool enough to watch Buffy but were still in the dweeb sort of place. (laughs) uh, If
1: you watched Buffy, you weren't cool. Too right. Yeah, you never admit to watching Buffy and <laughs> like, Oscar. You're like, you're like, obviously, you're like just say the word Buffy and there's some fucking big meathead next to you, just got <laughs> gay. Pretty much, yeah. Like, I always explain to people, like, at
0: work and stuff, like, pretty much everything was gay in my school, like, unfortunately. like it Even, was. like, riding a bike was gay and stuff. Like death metal was gay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah riding really a old. bike was
1: gay. <laughs> yeah. You look back and you think, oh, fuck that school, and it's oh, yeah. fucking... Opinions and stuff. A lot of those people, you know, probably have the same exact person. Yeah. Today. Probably. Got like eight kids and that. <laughs> Quite probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that lad who got like, they just made up a story that like they saw him out at the weekend on his skateboard with like elbow pads and knee pads on for the rest of the school Three years. His nickname was skateboard. Just skateboard. And it never <laughs> happened. It, I haven't even got a fucking skateboard. Yeah. yeah, it was just another lad
0: who was just like, "Ah, fucking sorry, with a, a skateboard and that, and you look like a dickhead."
1: And that's fucking. Had, just, like your fucking knee pads on and that fucking skateboard. And that was his name from then on. Just made it up right on this spot and it stuck. Yeah. Classic. Well, I got that When that new lad came, uh remember my science class, and they just first minute, they just nicknamed him Gorm, because they said he looked gormless. Yeah. And his name was Gom for three years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's why, like, uh, In Between Us is quite funny.
1: It's spot on, yeah, most yeah. of the time.
0: Because, yeah. like, you know, they call that that guy, like, Briefcase Wanger and stuff, yeah. And yeah. That, like, straight away and that. Yeah, yeah. And it
1: sticks with him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what have be watching? Oh, well, a couple of weeks ago, I got me um, Long Good Friday, Mona Lisa box set from Arrow. Mm. which is a well sexy boxer uh, I watched Long Good Friday it was last weekend with Jamie because he hadn't yeah. seen it so I forced him to watch it <laughs> nice <laughs> uh, it was great it looks awesome on uh, Blu-ray and then the other night I watched Mona Lisa I've only seen Mona Lisa once or twice maybe so that was nice to see again Yeah. Michael Caine being a horrible bastard and stuff <laughs> and then afterwards I was like I'm in the mood for Small Hoskins that I haven't seen so I looked on Sky in the Undermine, and watched that No Prayer for the Die in the Mickey Rock IRA movie oh yeah I'd never seen... I always remember the poster when I was a kid because it looked like a badass action movie, but then I probably heard from someone it's not. Because the, poster, yeah. the poster's just like Mickey Rourke with a double barrel shotgun looking badass, but yeah. it's not really an action film. Apparently, i reading up afterwards one of those films that like, the studio edited the shit out of it to make it more, appeal more to <laughs> yeah, action fans. That's to force it into that sort of mould. <laughs> yeah, even though when people yeah. see the poster and see the film, it's, it's just a drama bit. Like, mm. with some violence in it, but one bad. Hoskins mm-hmm. is a priest, which is a bit strange. Well, wow. <laughs> It's weird though, because those three films can all fit in together. Long mm. Good Friday, Mona Lisa, and that, because in Mona Lisa, he has this sort of weird relationship with this prostitute who's in um, Breath of the Dying as his niece. Mm. And the IRA has something to do with Long Good Friday, so it's almost mm. a weird Hoskins trilogy. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. All within a few years of each other as well. So, <laughs> them, and then that, that, and then what the hell else did me and Jamie watch? Oh yeah, he'd never seen American Wealth in London before. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> that is weird. I would have well, thought he would have seen that. I though, yeah. was talking about them just after we did the show and you said, I've never seen that. I was like, fuck off. And he's like, No, I've never seen it. I said, like, Well I'm <laughs> fucking it of mad soon, yeah. Fair right. Yeah. <laughs> You'll watch it again. <laughs> yeah. I've No problem. Watching it again, it's great
0: Well yeah, it's one of them films and it you, you can pretty much took on. Yeah, it's it's an easy watch for all its horror and stuff.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Good yeah. humour. It's good yeah. just got a good vibe about it, that film, even the the gross bits and mm. yeah, the <laughs> fucking transformation scene freaked them out it'll never have it'll never lose the power to freak people out that's I no,
0: <laughs> no it won't it's because mm. it's it's timeless like we said in the review it's timeless now so it's never going to be ti- it's always going to be timeless yeah, yeah. totally yeah, yeah. yeah, so,
1: yeah. Um, I think that's it there's probably yeah. a couple more but I can't well, well I said it last week I watched the red films red and red 2 yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll mention that. Last yeah, time, they went bad. Yeah, just good to yeah. be in with a fucking shotgun, a sniper rifle, and all that. <laughs> it's
0: just one of them films in it where it's like it's too too full of people, and the director didn't really know what to do with it, or something, or,
1: or something like that. Ah, yeah, kind of, yeah. They're, they're kind of like the ideas better than the movies, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and realise it was based off a comic, though oh is it really stuff for a DC comic apparently the comic's way more serious and they the went for a comic re- with the movies but yeah it's best of a mini series DC mini series <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. yeah I never realised that yeah. Yeah, me until it started and it was like DC presents I was like eh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they're doing a third one as well for like next year maybe really yeah. so they, they make money so, I mean they're, they're fine like I said they're probably just a bit too long like yeah. yeah 90 yeah, to 100 minutes films. should be an action action film length yeah, 90 yeah to basically just look in next to me TV, see if there's anything else. Oh, I right, uh, some Hong Kong watched their Return of Pom Pom. <laughs> some uh, light comedy from Hong Kong with fucking Richard and John Sham. That's quite yeah, I was going to say, well, I've seen that recently, haven't
0: I? Return of Pom Pom, I'm pretty sure. I, I think might. that's one of the ones that I, uh, that I hunted out. And only, I don't have Pom Pom, so I just watched, not that you kinda of fucking miss out. Isn't Pom Pom like rock hard to get, though? I think that's I why think I've so. seen Return, yeah. I yeah. think I looked and looked and just couldn't find it and uh, it just kept, Return to Pom
1: Pom just kept popping up everywhere, so I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. It's probably because Jotty Chan has a cameo in Pom Pom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Certain people just snap it up when they say it, like, collector. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. It's a uh, Pom, Pom one bad. It's got Lam Ching in it as a bad guy, so... Mm. Yeah,
0: so I remember, I, I remember Dick about it, but I did remember enjoying it, like, yeah. yeah. I've got some, like, weird Chinese DVD, so...
1: Yeah, what I guys got so like when it. I just fucking pillaged that entertainment for all the Chinese stuff they didn't realise was worth like thirty quid and you couldn't fucking buy anymore? It's gone all for one ninety nine. was like, you're not fucking yeah. having these, you fuckers. Give to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think that's it. Yeah, so I suppose yeah. we'll get on with uh, fucking Nars Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna hate us for hating this film. Okay. Probably. Yeah, probably. It's like
0: full on like nine nine point nine or something on IMDb. Yeah, yeah. So, well it's like I'm sure it's like seven point nine or something, which is like fuck.
1: Mm. It's got ninety two percent or something on Rotten Tomatoes. Christ mighty. Mm. Mm. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably would have liked it when I was like six. Mm. Watching it as a thirty two year old who hates fucking my fantasy movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose it puts a different slant on it. <laughs> So Terry Gilliam's Time Bandits was released November 6, 1981, with a budget of only £5 million. It went on to gross £42 million. Very good indeed. Mm. Uh, Time Bandits was Gilliam's third feature as director and was co-written with Michael Palin, uh, produced by George Harrison's Handmade Films Company, who were responsible for many great British films in this period, including uh, Monty Python's Life of Brian, Long Good Friday, Mona Lisa, With Neil and I, and uh, along with all those uh, well-respected classics, uh, it also handled uh, the UK theatrical distribution for The Burning, which would <laughs> go on to become a video-nasty. It's pretty crazy. So there you go, some pub trivia if you want to stump someone. Connect George Harrison to a video nasty. <laughs> um, Gilliam has noted The Time Bandits is the first of his, what he calls his trilogy of imagination, with 1985's Brazil and 1989's Adventures of Baron Munchausen rounding off the set. The film stars Craig Warnock, John Cleese, Sean Connery, Kenny Baker, David Rappaport, Ian Holm, and David Warner. Sir, tell us what all this midgety jazz is about. Yes.
0: When a young boy dreams of a better life, he is taken on a fantastical journey through time by a group of time bandits. Their goal is simple: gold and riches. And did I mention Sean Connery is in it too? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much all that I've come up with. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's fine. That's fine. Yeah.
1: So we'll play a small clip and then we'll talk about it.
0: Mm. Hello, I- I'm Hood. It's Robin Hood. <laughs> Say good morning, good morning, you scum! Good morning, you're you're all, all robbers, no, then, the best, Mister Hood. Jolly good, you're a, you're a robber, are you? Jolly good. And do you enjoy robbing then? Well, it helps pay the rent, sir. Ha 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 ha. Ah, 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 jolly good! Ah, 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 and you're a robber too. Are you? How long have you been a robber? Four foot one. Good lord! Jolly good! Four foot one. Yes. Well, that 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 that, 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 that is is a long time, isn't it? Well, now I, I hear you've made a pretty good haul. Well, see for yourself, sir. Oh, I said, Cracky! I mean, I've been in robbing for years, but. I've never seen anything like this. this Rams! And you you acquired all this by yourself. Well, it was a good day, Mr. Hood. Jolly good day. It's nice, isn't it? Rather. Well, I mean, what can I say? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all very, very much indeed. <laughs> oh, don't make. Well, I mean, it's frightfully kind of you. The poor are going to be absolutely thrilled. Uh, Have you met them at all? Who? The poor? The poor. Oh, you must meet them. I just know you'll like them. Charming people. Of course, they haven't got two pennies to rub together, but then that's because they're poor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Marion, would would you be so kind as to ask the poor to come in, please? No problem. Thank you so much.
1: So we opened with the main character, Kevin. Uh, we lied, he's about, how old, 10, 12, something
0: like that? Uh, yeah, maybe he's under 10. I think mm-hmm. his age might be mentioned at some point. I can't remember. he say, like, Oh, I am i Like he, <laughs> as he acts throughout the entire movie. <laughs> in, like, one tone. <laughs> Bless him, it was his first movie. <laughs> pretty much first and only, really, wasn't it? He's one yeah, of, so he did a TV movie after this, now, was it? Yeah, yeah, well, there you go. Maybe he, he
1: just... Saw this and was like, fuck no,
0: <laughs> never again, never
1: again. <laughs> he reminded me a hell of a lot of um, the Knock Knock character from Room for Romeo Brass, like his best mate. Mm. He looks a hell of a lot like him and sounds like him and everything. Yeah, like, kind of wet and stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, just... whinges all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stuff, yeah. Uh, but he's a history buff is, at War Kevin. He is, he's got all these little models and stuff. He's got a dickhead parent.
0: Well, yeah,
1: all good films start with dickhead parents, don't mm. they? Mm-hmm back in the day. (laughs) Now, was this supposed to be set, like, in the near future? What with the, like, weird, like, death game shows and all the gadgets they've got and stuff like that?
0: I suppose. I've never really thought about it, but... Because they don't really mention... I mean, let's face it, it's firmly planted
1: in the, like, late 70s, early 80s. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like... It sort of seems like three or four years in the future type of thing.
0: Yeah, probably, I suppose, Yeah. Yeah. Like so it, or is,
1: on yeah, or is it just Gillian being a bit odd? like you know probably, I mean. just, probably just, yeah, exactly, yeah. being a bit odd. Uh, <laughs> get... But uh, when he goes to bed, he's sent to bed, and a horse flies up his cupboard.
0: <laughs> is it in a minute, or is it after when your dad, like, shouts up, and I was like, like totally like my
1: dad. <laughs> it's all the noise, mate. All right, get to bed. <laughs> fucking horses and that. <laughs> You've got a fucking horse up there again. Yeah. Um, the next night, though, he plans... Um, he has a camera and a torch to capture whatever comes out his cupboard this time. And dwarves emerge from the cupboard. Uh, the Time quite Bandits themselves.
0: Quite a scary prospect, really. A, a whole bunch of dwarves
1: just piling out your cupboard. One of them being uh, Kenny Baker. Yeah,
0: yeah, of course. Kenny
1: Baker, quite cool. He has quite a substantial role in it as well. He's actually. one of the main um, Time Bandits, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Zordon from Power Rangers shows up and chases them. Uh, they push the wall and escape, ending up in... Uh, is it eighteen uh, seventy six? Because I've realised in my notes I've wrote nineteen seventy six by <laughs> mistake. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. That end up a couple of years ago. Seventeen ninety six. You're in the Napoleonic Wars. This is where
0: it really uh, it starts showing like it's Monty Python hand a bit. I think this is yeah. where I, it very much feels like Monty Python as well. Mm. Uh, although I would I would say the jokes never reach. The hate of Monty Python, but it certainly has a, a very sort of Python esque feel.
1: With the exception of like one bit later, which was my favourite bit in the film, the Robin Hood bit, that's the bit that feels yeah. like really like, just because it's Cleese and it just yeah. feels really like, definitely like a Monty Python sketch. Yeah, definitely, yeah. But yeah, The Head into the City to Rob Napoleon is played by Ian Holm and uh he just likes to um watch, in quotes, little things that hit each other. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love this whole like weird fucking thing, like the weird patrol of he,
1: of uh, of Napoleon. He's constantly yeah. going on about height, the height of other people, like other fucking conquerors and stuff. Like. Yeah. He's got to, you know, like Napoleon complex, I suppose, <laughs> He's playing up on all that shit. Uh, so of course he likes little things that hit each other. So they send the dwarfs on to put on a show. He loves it. Uh, he makes them generals for the night or something. Yeah, yeah, and then they all sit about drinking and chatting or something. And at this point, in me notes I just had bored. <laughs> 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 like it made the Ian home bit made us chuckle a little bit but I was still like 20 minutes man it's an hour and 50 I'm bored yeah th- there's there's a lot of like
0: imagery going on that doesn't really have any purpose going on or I don't know it's just it meanders at this point in the film meanders the
1: shitloads loads during the, the bit at the end where they got escaped from the fucking cage yeah. I had that in double speed and it lasted, like, five minutes. Yeah. was a fucking hell, man. Yeah, there's definitely a pacing issue going on with this yeah. one. So, like, I don't care what fucking, like,
0: hardcore fans say about it. Because, mm. yeah, essentially, all the scene is set up for is... It's essentially just to set up the fact that they're after riches yeah they're uh, just trying to like, nick shit from Napoleon like he's all yeah. up, you know, he's collectibles, he's antique yeah. shit, so, so they just nick it and jump in at the time
1: gate or, or whatever they're called yeah and they end up in uh, Sherwood Forest and we'll get uh, Michael Palin Shelley Duvall's first uh, appearance they have like about three is it two or yeah. three appearances in the film two, it's different characters yeah. 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 just Michael Palin being Michael Palin basically <laughs> just like a sort of like a klutzy poncy bloke classic Michael Palin yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and then you get Cleese as Robin Hood uh, highlighted the film, like I was saying, and like when he's just going through all of them, going, Are you a robber? Yes, are, are you I lo- a <laughs> I love how he like he does it because he does
0: it obviously, like it's supposed to be like some sort of royal visit, yeah, yeah. I always think he's like he's channeling like the Duke of Edinburgh or something, yeah, like. totally uh, uh, yeah. yeah, like, going along, going, hmm, hmm, Um, but yeah, as a kid, this was always my favorite bit to be honest. This is the bit that always stuck in my head, yeah. Um, to be honest, <laughs> weirdly. Probably still to this day, actually, and, and going long back to being a child. My particularly favourite bit is just like the Scottish Nutter who <laughs> he can't, he can't be understood yeah. when he's just
1: punching people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's like, I just saw that scene, and was like, God, I loved that as a kid. Yeah. I used to rewind it all the time for some reason. He's
1: just like, Is this really necessary? Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, <I'm landing> people. Because <laughs> essentially, the, like, the whole point is that, like, that, that accidentally donate the riches that they've just nicked from Napoleon to, to Robin Hood so not realising what he's about.
1: Yeah, just so he can give to the poor and stuff. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah So he's, he's he starts handing out the riches. Uh, and yeah, there's just a random Scottish guy. As John Cleese is handing out the riches, the Scottish guy is just fucking lamping them. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a random scene. well I assume he's supposed to be Scottish anyway,
1: like Yeah it's, I guess it's supposed to be it's, yeah, it's supposed to be Scottish. Yeah. I like the fact that Marian's Marion's bloke. Yeah. Or he's just like, Marion? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's total random. But just wants to, like, leave. And they're like, well, it's been lovely having you. Are you Sure, you won't stay. And the kid's like, I want to stay. And he's like, no, come on, come on to the table. And he's like, lovely, goodbye. <sighs> Awful people. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, it's John Clay's man. It's the way you can sell it. It's it awesome. is.
1: Uh, it's just the way you've just got such a way with shit sometimes. Like, if that had yeah. been anyone else, it would have been funny, but probably not as funny. No, nah, not I was, even, just, oh. I was just disappointed that was the only scene he was in yeah
0: because I mean let's face it he's like main build in this film pretty yeah much, pretty you know much know he's one of like, the
1: first credits in the fucking opening credits I think doesn't he yeah mm. yeah definitely so yeah it is a shame like. but speaking of legends though we'll get David Warner next who as we always said like you see him and you think oh he's going to be a bastard in this film and his character in this film is just called evil he's just evil <laughs> yeah just perfect pretty much they're just like yeah boss let's not dance around the subject yeah he's just supposed to be like the essence of evil isn't he
0: yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm. Uh, it's never really fully explored or or really talked about. Yeah. He's like created by the ultimate
1: being and he's evil and he's trapped in a fortress mm. and stuff. It's quite, it's quite a funny scene though. Like he's he's minions keep like saying shit that annoys him so he just keeps blowing them up and stuff, it's quite funny.
0: Yeah, like when one of them like asks a question and then he blows them up and then he's like, Good question. Yeah. <laughs> that was it, <a>, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's uh, not a bad scene. And then uh, yeah. back in the Sherwood Forest, uh, two portals open as the big uh, supreme being uh, arrives again, wanting his map back because they've stolen the map from him. Mm. Uh, Kevin goes in one alone because two open up, and he ends up in ancient Greece, inadvertently saving King Agamemnon.
0: Agamemnon, <laughs> yeah, which is real king, I think.
1: Mm, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, saves him from death, um, uh, which is Sean Connery. And did you know King Agamemnon was Scottish?
0: I didn't Scottish with like a full on navy tattoo on his forearm.
1: <laughs>
0: Which I love they didn't even bother trying to cover up but like half of
1: it. That's Who cares? Just, I think that's just the case of Blu-ray really. <laughs> yeah, I suppose But yeah, I quite like the um the scenes in Greece. It felt like a totally different movie and that's what I mean, like I always like Gilliam like, I love the way his films look. Mm-hmm. They look amazing, like, these attention to detail and stuff. I, I can just never get into, like, the actual stories and the, the actual themes and everything. Yeah. And every every penny of that five million is on the screen. It looks like it costs way more than five million dollars. Yeah, 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 for everything to do with it, yeah. Yeah, totally. But, yeah, these scenes are quite nice, because like, Kevin wants to stay there, because he's like, what the hell have I got to go back to? A couple of dickhead parents that I was talking about complaining <laughs> I've got horses in my room and that. Mm-hmm. So then he wants to stay, but then having a little uh, banquet and then bloody time bandits show up and kidnap him, basically, the shits. It's, it's
0: kind of tragic, isn't it, really, it's, horrible, it's horrible,
1: yeah. They're like, why Why do they need him? They don't need him at all. <laughs> it's just... And I think
0: that's probably the film's biggest flaw. There isn't, like, a, a realistic connection between the time bandits and him.
1: No, I, I right. thought at one point they did explain why he has to go with them. No. Right. I think At first, they think he's someone else. Mm. And then they quickly find out he's not. So there's kind of no reason for him to be with. Them. I don't know. I probably missed some it.
0: Maybe maybe I've done the same. But I mean, why does it? Uh, well, saying that, I mean, we'll, we'll get to it in the end. But I think it's. There's, there's more going on, like, is this whole thing potentially a dream? And stuff. Yeah, yeah, this definitely has that feel of it by the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, just, I don't know, like I said, there's no
1: reli they don't need to rely on each other that much, to be honest. Not really, no. He just sort of gets forced to go along because they're a bunch of fucking kidnapping scumbags. <laughs> <pretty much. laughs> yeah, certainly. Uh, and then the, the next place to end up is uh, the Titanic. Yeah, we will get another little and Duval scene where he's like, oh, can you marry me with this thing on my nails? <laughs> <laughs> Classic pale and stuff. Yeah, Monty Python stuff as well. Yeah, really. very, yeah, very much, yeah. And I did like the line where the all the dwarves are in like the suits and they're all living it up, drinking champagne. Just a random line of um, who's like, "I'll have three more plates of caviar, please." The other one just goes, "Caviar makes me throw up." You know, <laughs> I don't know why I just laughed at that. Sorry, totally random. Yeah. And of course, Titanic crashes,
0: as it always did. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, bit of a, a bit of a, I guess a very eighties thing, Titanic. You think? Yeah, I don't know. As a kid, Titanic was, like, I just think it was a really popular theme through the 80s. I don't remember
1: many 80s Titanic movies. Well, I mean,
0: I don't know. It's just, I think it was just always on the TV and it was always, like, in books and stuff. I just when I look back at my childhood, I always think, like, Titanic was very present in my childhood for some reason. During right. <laughs> and you know plus, if
1: it's like And plus you saw this as well when you were a kid. It,
0: yeah, yeah. So maybe it just like
1: yeah, all all that sort of made it stick in my head. Mm. The, the whole eighties thing. Yeah, it's fucking weird though. Yeah, but after it crashes, they end up on a, a ship with an ogre, and his misses for some reason. Uh, like well,
0: a- they get pulled into like after that. Well, there's sort of a, a, a subplot or something, or well, main plot, I guess, uh, where the the bad guys like. Uh, taking control of one of the the time bandits. Yeah, yeah, he's got He's like, trying, control, yeah Trying to like lure him in, like saying there's like the the bestest things ever are like in this kingdom that yeah. that he's like pris- a prisoner of some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they end up going to like the is it like the time of fucking legends
1: or something? Something like, like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: And they end up on a ship with an ogre and his misses, and uh, they're about to be eaten, but under the guise of helping him with his bad back, they throw the ogre overboard and steal his ship. The bastards. Mm. They're it quite quite twatty, really. It is a bit, yeah. I know that we was going to eat them and stuff, but he seemed alright. He seemed like a good bloke. <laughs> uh, suddenly, they're on the head of a giant fat bloke, and the ship is his hat. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this scene's like—is it based on anything myth- mythological, or is it just totally pulled out of the arse? Maybe,
0: maybe just pulled out of the arse. There's a, there's a lot of references to like giant beings carrying things I suppose yeah. know, like, like worlds and turtles and-
1: this is my problem with fucking fantasy films like this it's like shit can just happen for no reason and it's fine because oh it's fantasy yeah, <laughs> Anything's possible in magic yeah. land it's all shit <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure people give this a pass but would like be like oh David Lynch's films are just total, all random box. So yeah. can't yes. have one or the other and at least fucking Lynch used midgets better <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but they find the dark kingdom place after going through like this invisible wall random
0: scene of them just pressing the noses and having a, a fuck on
1: basically mm-hmm. against the class <laughs> evil tricks them by disguising themselves as a young jim broadbent and uh, puts them in a cage and they escape which like i said takes about 10 hours
0: yeah uh, it's a funny scene isn't it it's like they really focus on this whole bit but <laughs> mm. it's, it's like the movie stops dead and they're like in the cages and it's a very slow methodical scene of them having to escape from
1: the yeah. cage and uh, so I it's watched it in 1.5 speed <laughs> that's funny as fuck that <laughs> well it was half because I was bored and half because we were, we were supposed to do the show yesterday but we ended up not doing it and I was like shit I'm running out of time because yeah, I kept having breaks <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I was like oh, how is this still going on he's been swinging back and forth for about like three minutes <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah Wally almost dies uh, I wish he had because the film needed more death to make more entertaining.
0: I suppose it did. It, it feels like... And I, I did think it kind of was building towards a death at this mm. point. It does feel like it, doesn't it?
1: So, yeah, totally. of a cheap gag, really, that he's not dead straight away. I guess that's a kids' movie. But it is also one of those classic early 80s kids' movies where, like, in the grease scene, like someone get like viciously stabbed in the gut and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, weird. not really a kids' film that much. Like, right at the start when they're in, like, uh, 1876, and like, people, like... Br- like fucking brandishing shorts, swords in the kid's face and stuff. It's like, PG, he could never do that now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I've just got a bunch of shit happens. One gets turned into a pig.
0: Yeah, I, I really... I'm just looking at my notes. I
1: really start losing interest again. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> One of them must have went back to certain times because they've brought cowboys with them, uh, knights on horseback, uh, Warner chins them all, and we'll get more random fantasy bollocks with his blade that comes out of his head.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Once again, happens just because it can.
0: It oh, totally reminds us of Beetlejuice as well. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I would say though, uh, the character like David Warner plays looks badass when he puts on the gas mask. He does actually, yeah. With with that big cape and his shirt, that should have been how he looked through the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Supreme being turns up and uh, turns him evil to stone. He blows up. Supreme being is just a posh English bloke in a suit.
0: Posh English old frail looking dinosaur. Mm, yeah, because I thought Christ, he looks really like I don't know, like infirm and stuff. Mm. The way he's holding himself and that—it's like you can imagine he saying, "Don't do this picture." Turned up on set and everyone was like, "Oh God, he doesn't look well at all." <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, really random.
1: I don't know who that guy was. He's uh, probably but, someone. I really think he's an old school him. British actor. Yeah, from like yeah. the forties or something. Yeah, but um, yeah. you got a few nice lines though. Like cause he's supposed to be God, pretty much. Basically. A few nice lines about creationism and like the point of having evil in the world. He's, says ah, something about free will, <laughs> which is quite funny. Uh, Kevin's left alone, though, the bastards. They all bugger off with the supreme being because they're gathering up all the parts of the evil. And he says, don't fix oh, yeah. it. It's concentrated evil. But yeah. And then um, Kevin's left alone. He wakes up uh, in his room surrounded by smoke. Uh, firemen break down the door. His house is on fire. One of the firemen is randomly Sean Connery. Yeah, why not? Um, uh, you, you've paid for them. You may as well use them twice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the firemen give the parents one of the um, kitchen contraptions, like, you left some meat cooking overnight. No, I didn't. They open it up. It's a piece of the evil rock. Don't touch it. It's evil. They touch it. They blow up. John Connery, like, winks at the kid, like, I fuck you, your parents are dead. <laughs> and then he drives off, and he's left on his own. A fucking orphan. <laughs> and that's the fucking end of the film. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: i said on facebook like i imagined your face at the end of that film and it was more entertaining than the film itself (laughs) it's like oh god yeah i I did not remember
1: that ended at all like Like, am i missing something is there some sort of symbolism or metaphor that i'm missing that makes that not a bleak as fuck ending for a kid's movie
0: yeah because it's like up until a certain point I was like oh is that what the whole point of the film is have, have, have I forgotten when the house is on fire and stuff uh, you see like all the toys that were like kind of represented throughout the, the movie yeah on the floor like the battle and stuff like that yeah Yeah. so it's kind of like is he just supposed to be like having some sort of like smoke induced delirious dream or it, something it could be that it doesn't explain why his parents die <laughs> well that's, that's what it be it's like you kind of you get that and then Sean Connery's there and his parents die and you're like so so it wasn't a dream. <laughs>
1: it's kind gone on. I know. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. So, uh, favourite character i scene: seen, Mains Cleese, is Robin Hood. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scottish <laughs> guy punching people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got to be. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to make it sound like it's the worst film ever. It's just fucking... I just Fucking twee quirky fantasy bollocks is just not my cup of tea.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's good that we did the film. I'm pleased we did it because, like... I, I don't want to be, like, just a fanboy every week doing films that we love. True. And stuff. yeah. It's nice, like, because to be honest, I know I, I put this forward as a film that I, I enjoyed as a child. I, I honestly didn't get much out of it watching it again. No. Um, I, was, I was bored looking around and stuff. Uh, <laughs> it has a dreary just fucking grim feeling about it it well that's um, just that's just 1981
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess <laughs> most of <laughs> those from 1981 even if the happy feel quite grim yeah,
0: I guess um, I just think the actors are underused the kids like all fucking monotone and like he just does it all in one like sort of tone the entire film he's, he's like fake shouting the entire time he's like <laughs> i come back in. Still,
1: like, you got to admit it looks great, though. Like the yeah. the model work and the giant ship and the the, ca- yeah. the kingdom at the end looks. It's all be- beautiful looking film. It's just you know.
0: yeah. Well, that's it. Uh, it I just it, it fucking mystifies me
1: that this film gets such high ratings and stuff. I, don't, I think this- I think Gilliam's one of those guys. you Either love him or you hate him.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. These
1: films either click with you or they don't, and they never have yeah. They never have with me. Like even like Fear and Loathing, which I like the first half, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just remember loving this film as a kid. Like, it's weird.
1: Well, I mean, if I saw it when I was a kid, it probably would appeal to me too. But, like, Mm. watching it for the first time as, like, a 32-year-old, I was like, ah! (laughs) Just,
0: I guess it was, like, probably it was just a fantasy that captured me as a kid. Like, Mm. going on a, as fucking camp as it sounds, but going on a magical journey with, like, you know, like, through time or some shit as a little kid. I could totally relate to it, I guess, or something. (laughs) So, in that respect, I guess it did its job.
1: Capturing, capturing my imagination oh, films like this like Neverending Story Labyrinth you know what I mean yeah, take yeah. films when you're a kid yeah totally yeah. Yeah. so yeah uh, would you recommend it <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah I'm gonna say no as well unless yeah. you're like quirky fantasy midget box, then you'll love it
0: <laughs> yeah. but you know it's, it's quite a narrow sort of
1: uh, niche <laughs> kind of is I suppose <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's that Nine eighty one month it's fucking done and dusted <laughs> what a way to end yeah <laughs> it's a angry reviews <laughs> so yeah that's that then so what's up next then sir what's uh, next? I don't know I was uh, I was actually contemplating after watching this just giving the month off next month <laughs> 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 um, no we'll do nine eighty two next month hmm right I do have my list of films I've left it far too late <laughs> so you have not got any time to get the ones you don't have and stuff right I've decided to go I don't know I don't know what we last choice <laughs> oh dear Tell you what, I'm going to swap one out so we've got kind of a bit of everything. Mm. Almost. Uh, right, I've gotta go, I'm going to go with the Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, part three. Nice. Obviously, because it came out in 1982. <laughs> Class of 1984. Oh, yeah. Uh, pieces, and 48 hours, because it's been a while since I've seen 48 hours. Yeah, Christmas. So, so we've got a slasher movie, we've got a violent drama, we've got a horror movie, and we've got a buddy mm. cop movie. There you go. Yeah, that's that's probably a better floor
0: than than mine, to be honest. My <laughs> right, yes. yours was fine, apart from time bites. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: well. Uh, so yeah, that's next month, Friday thirteenth, part three, class nine eight four, pieces and forty eight hours. Champion, champion. And then after that, we've got something nice planned for July, which is going to be mm. cool because five weeks in July, so five shows, five Very movies. Good. See if you can guess what it is. Mm. It's going to be tasty five movies something that's very close to our hearts mm, it's something I think we might have mentioned a couple of them in this show in the yeah. news section mm. yeah, keep me guessing <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, sorry the show went up late by the way it's probably yeah. you're probably listening to this on a Friday or a Saturday I apologise for that
0: just the way it worked out work and shit just the out. way
1: the cookie crumbles sometimes mm. folks mm. So, uh, until next time, uh, should we say it together this week? Does anyone have fighting over any drink? Trying to steal the, the catchphrases and stuff. Yeah, right, so after three. Mm. One, two, three, six. See, See you next Wednesday. Wednesday. See was you. Bit, it was a bit off, but I'll let it <laughs> <laughs> the, the,
0: the miracles of modern technology. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So, yeah, toodle-pippins. Toodle-pippins. <laughs>
0: I'm Stacey with an S, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to
1: www.speakpipe.com slash FM Thanks for listening. Yeah,